Not even one chin up, Farley. Chinning on. You are a disgrace to fat, gelatinous, out of shape little kids the world over. I don't tolerate losers in my gymnasium. Are you going to be a loser? No, sir. Rhetorical, Farley. I already know the answer. All right, here we go. Next seminar up October 14th through the 16th. Then after that, December 9th through the 11th. And that will round out 2022. For coaching camps on the list, we do have a coaching development camp on October 1st in Columbus covering how to coach the squat at Starting Strength Columbus. It has one spot left. We also have a deadlift and power clean camp in Houston at Starting Strength Houston on September 10th. For squat and deadlift camps on the list with spots still available, we have Tulsa, Oklahoma at Starting Strength Tulsa on September 17th. Three, three lift camps on the list covering the squat, the press, and the deadlift with spots left will be in September 24th in Orange County at the Strength Co. And October 8th in Sandy, Utah and October 30th in Baltimore at 5x3 Training. Starting Strength Gyms are still looking for coaches, so if you'd like to make a career change or if you're a professional coach right now, head over to startingstrengthgyms.com and check out the coaching tab, fill out the form, and get a one-on-one -on -one phone call with none other than Ina. She'll give you the rundown on what's available, what the process is, and how you can do one of the greatest jobs in the world. That's startingstrengthgyms.com. And as usual, for more information on anything that I've talked about, head over to startingstrength.com and check out the right-hand side of the homepage. From the Asgard Company Studios in beautiful Wichita Falls, Texas, from the finest mind in the modern fitness industry, the one true voice in the strength and conditioning profession, the most important podcast on the internet. Ladies and gentlemen, starting Strength Radio. Welcome back to Starting Strength Radio. Uh, you know, here we are again. And, man, for the next hour or whatever the hell this thing takes, you guys are going to be so excited that you're not going to know what to do. Um, I would not be surprised if there were suicides based on the level of excitement and uh, stimulation that the next hour's worth of top quality video brings, you know, kind of like an overload almost, right? I personally think this show gets better every week. It does. Every and has. single week. And has. For I don't two, know how long we keep it up. For two years. Yeah. It's going to have to peak someplace. Yep. Not there yet, though. Oh, not no. Even, not even close. <laughs> not even close. Not even close. So today we're going to talk about everyone's favorite topic starting strength for women <laughs> we had a <laughs> why you immediately because chuckle? it's so stupid it's just i had another board post you know and uh i mean people want to pretend like you know starting strength needs to be tailored for women and you know women have to do things differently and all this other shit you know, to a certain extent, that's and we've discussed this neuromuscular efficiency thing in the past. We're going to revisit that today. But we're just going to, God knows what we'll end up talking about. Who knows? But first, but first. Comments from, from the, the haters. <laughs> Yeah, I'll tell you. 
always get comments from the haters, don't we? The poor little things can't help themselves. Just think of all the comments from the haters we would have if you didn't have to actually type. You didn't have to master that, or at least approach that skill. You know, why people that are of that level of intelligence would have access to comments from the haters we'd have dozens of them well typing is the only way this could actually exist because there's no actual interaction right what would it thank god for that too huh you don't want you imagine a hater you don't want them in the gym hater walking up up to you at the grocery store and saying man hey you know you're fat (laughs) (laughs) what wouldn't happen (laughs) for example guy walks up to me at the grocery store and he says mark <laughs> eccentric is not pronounced eccentric. The first C isn't just there for show. Would you say he's an eccentric fellow? I guess that's what he's right. Eccentric fellow. No, no. Uh, this pronunciation differentiates. The term eccentric, which would be what St. Anton is here, you know, like somebody that responds like it matters right. to a video in the YouTube comments, right. that would be, that could be considered eccentric. Right. But we don't mean eccentric, we mean eccentric. They're two different words. And I think that if you'll think about this, for just a little while, you'll be able to come up with some words that are spelled the same way, but that are pronounced differently when they don't mean the same thing. English is funny this way, right? Right. Homonyms, I think that's what that's called, right? Boy, that's going back to like second grade, though. No, homonyms. Homonyms is when something sounds the same, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I, I, we should ask. I said homonyms, Saint, and we I should ask. Saint you know, Andrew. I wonder, I wonder why I said it like that. Yeah, that's true. Maybe San Anton here San has Anton. some insight into why I called it homonyms. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and David Roberts, this is regards. Uh, this is with regards to an interview with Ray Gillenwater. So this is where Ina sat down and talked to Ray. Oh, very exciting. And I must admit that I was so excited to watch it that I... You watched it twice? Yeah. You didn't watch it once, did you? No. <laughs> <laughs> I've already talked to Ray, and I've talked to Ina. And I don't, I don't, Just put the conversations I, together. I, yeah, so the conversation. I already knew what they were going to get. So. You're so excited that you didn't even watch it. <laughs> so no, I'm not. I didn't watch it. It's so funny. And they're going to be they're going to be offended that I didn't watch it. Yeah. But they don't read my board. Right. And I'm not going to watch their fucking video. So <laughs> how about that? Tit for tat as they say, right? So Dave Roberts, our friend here says totally unwatchable. Ray, far too much cynicism. Cynicism. Your positive message about the gyms is lost in the weeds. Your dislike for commercial gyms comes through loud and clear, though. 
Now, David Roberts, who submitted this comment, is obviously a member of a Gold's Gym. Or he owns one. And he's happy there. Well, you, got, you know, that's an idea. Yeah. Could be that he is a Globo Gym owner. Yeah, yeah I don't know. <clears throat> and he's I, uh, I don't know if I'd offended by the cynicism. Defend someplace I pay 30 bucks a month to that hard. Or 10 bucks a month. Yeah, whatever it is. As the, as the case is in, uh, what's that Planet place? Fitness. Old Planet Fitness Planet has Fitness. the gear thing on yeah. it. <clears throat> gear, lunk alarm. Tells you it's machines. Right. Not on the sign. It tells right. you it's, it's machines. <clears throat> but, uh, you know, positive message about the gym, lost in the weeds. Dislike for commercial gyms. Well, Dave likes commercial gyms. So that's what that was all about. That's unfortunate. Well, I would invite Dave to stay in his commercial gym and leave us alone. Well, he's mad at Ray. He's not mad at you. Oh. Yeah, so. All right. All right. Makes that's it better. I, you know, I, it's fine to be mad at Ray. Sure. And it's what he's there for. Right. He's the leader of the franchise gyms. All complaints go to him. Right. All right, Marco Liva, Liva says, with respect to functional training is a waste of everybody's time. Uh, Mark has become a conservative dinosaur. <laughs> What's that have to do? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just I just read these. I don't pretend to be able to understand them. All of them. Some of them I understand. Yeah, sure. Like I understand the previous one with, you know, uh, Ray's cynicism. Uh, well, those of us that have been around Ray quite a bit. It's the first thing that comes out. The first thing mind. comes out that, Cynic, that, you, cynical, you, cynic. That, you, uh, that you perceive about Ray is that he just, he is so cynical. It's exhausting just, to be around him. Just all the negativity. Oh, just waves of negativity about Every single right. thing expressed in a sarcastic he, way just come off of this guy constantly. I don't over, know how he gets out of bed. Over. Just the weight of all that negativity. Oh, God. Anyway, that's that's right. So I understand that, but I don't understand this conservative dinosaur shit. I don't think I'm particularly conservative. Is he talking about politically? What the fuck is he talking about? Or any other fucking way. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, how many how many guys you know that are sixty six years old that have never been married? Do I strike you as conservative? That's kind of e eccentric. Eccent yeah, eccentric. that's eccentric. Eccentric. Eccentricities. I have my eccentricities. Right. I don't know any sixty six year old conservatives that have never been married. No. That was kind of my point. Right. Having said that. All right. So here's something that this you need to rest between sets, but how long? Starting to drink the radio clips. You rest for as long you rest for as long for as it takes <laughs> for ripping toe to finish a sentence. What? I I'm, <laughs> Can you do that one more time? You rest for as long for as it takes. For ripping toe to finish a sentence. Oh, uh, that's, that's unfortunate delivery. That's what it that said. Was, that's a good comment. <laughs> the delivery, he he fucking screwed it up. Do you, do you think I take too long to finish no, my no, sentences? No, 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 not sentences. 
I mean, what are sentences required to be 10 words now? or what? About, yeah, in 2022. I mean, 2022, a newspaper article, anywhere except one of the... 80 words. Masthead kind of... <laughs> yeah, 80 words. Yeah, and every sentence is a paragraph. You notice that? Right, right. Man, it's hilarious. You go you go on to the, whatever the local news shit is here, Yeah. but you go try to see a headline, looks interesting, you open it up, and it's the headline and about four lines. That's the That's whole it. fucking article. That's the, they, I guess they understand that they're on the way out, and <sighs> at least why a, bother? At least That's they understand the, that nobody's reading the article, and it's yeah. just comment on the headline type shit, right? Right. Man. Oh, and I've I've read stories where the same line is repeated yep. three times in the body of the goddamn article. It's just It's atrocious. It's yeah. a, it's real bad. Standards are so low. God almighty. That's why we got four million views on the current events threat now. Yeah. A little bit four, of substance. Four substance. million views. Where you actually get to read things that right. you have to think about, you know. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I understand not everybody likes that, but, you know, not everybody can think. Right? All right, here's one. This is such a good comment regarding what happens when a lifter gets old. That was a long time ago. Number 35, show number 35. Ancient history, man. LP, meaning linear progression. Is for the lazy and stupid. <laughs> How many lifters have you destroyed? You, you're fucking you. While you are, you're fucking tiny too. Comma <laughs> figures. Well, look, am I fat or am I tiny? Will you guys make up your fucking minds? You know, I'm tiny too, so figures. All right. How many lives is starting strength ruined? Incalculable, man. In, just millions yeah. ruined, destroyed lives. It's a moment of reflection. I, I don't understand. All right. So uh, now here is uh, something in with regards to, uh, or in reference to, Setting the knees early during the squat with Steve Ross. Now, I didn't really have a problem with that video. thought it was just pretty standard stuff. Yep. <clears throat> but some fucking idiot says, at 2 minutes 30 seconds, dude, come on, that's a shit ton of butt wink. Mm. You'll get people injured with that technique. been a while since i heard butt wink on a comment well I, it's usually one word it's usually written as one yeah, word but wink but twink <laughs> but twink yeah that's a you know you're dealing with a crossfitter when you yeah when you hear this yep. only the most superficial ability to observe yeah. is evident in a lot of those people there was a while. Some of them were pretty good coaches, but most of them were just, sure. you know. There was a while where butt wink was considered the most dangerous thing you could do. In the gym. <laughs> well, yeah. Think of all the paralysis Shit. that resulted as a result of <laughs> butt winking. Know, of butt winking. 
Remember yeah. the old. Let's ignore the shoulders. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah. And focus that? on the paralysis from Buttwink. Buttwink with 135. <laughs> Fuck, you can't even feel your legs. <laughs> you just fall down. Yeah, it's like you've severed your spinal cord. Happens all the time. All right. All right, and there's a response to... No, same guy says, Brussels Barbell, who must have answered. I guess Steve didn't exercise... Oh, Steve responded. The best judgment. Interesting. <laughs> and actually paid attention. To it. <laughs> so he said, same guy says to Brussels Barbell, what does that have to do with anything, moron? <laughs> you can still prevent butt wink at a slow <laughs> speed. This is a horrible video. Steve's pretty dumb. Steve's dumb. Yeah. He's just trying to be nice to the guy. That's <laughs> responding youtube <laughs> unless you're doing it like this now notice that youtube flagged this as potentially inappropriate hit the hater comment or steve's comment no the, the hater the, the, hater hater comment. Is the moron part the hater yeah, the comment moron part. so there's words you know, i guess youtube has a list of words yeah that make but it the potentially the interesting thing is it's not things like shit and fuck it's things like uh, moron, like moron. It's things that are and that, stupid. Where you're attacking some, where they think you're attacking tiny. Somebody. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's what it it's is. Bizarre or gay. <clears throat> yeah, you call somebody gay, that gets flagged. Potentially inappropriate. Probably, if you call somebody gay, it moves it to the top. Actually, that might it either move to the top comment. or get your account deleted. One of the two, depending <laughs> on the context. But I don't know that your AI can identify context. Yeah, no, of course not. Probably can't. <clears throat> All right. Well, anyway, enough of that shit. That was fun. From comments. comments. From um, the heaters. I mean, this what, is when the studio audience would. What fly. a bunch of douchebags <laughs> there are in the world. You know, yes, in fact. Nice, but, you know, what are you going to do about that? Nothing. That's what you're going to do about right. that. You're going to do nothing about that because what can you do about it? You can't make them people smarter. No, but we can read their comments on YouTube. We can read their the comments and, and laugh at them. Yeah. I guess people get some entertainment out of that. Oh, absolutely, yeah. I think that uh, comments from the haters is widely regarded as perhaps the most useful part of this podcast. What <laughs> 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 do you think? Oh, for sure. <laughs> well, I, all right. I, I think half the listeners are here because of that segment. Half the listeners. And now they're tuning out. Yeah. Like, what are we talking about today? They're going to listen to the topic, and then they're going to turn it off. Yeah. We're going to talk about women today we've got one with us we got one with us Resident she's going to serve as expert opinion yeah. and uh if you allow her to speak we'll that's see. that's brie not rusty <laughs> and i think am i'm not misgendered oh, is rusty anybody leaving? just take your headphones off no i'm scratching my fucking oh, head i thought he was like, I'm fucking done with this <laughs> i'm done with it all right so anyway uh women and, and i'll tell you what prompted this and this is we've had this happen several times in the past we had a, a 
a lady come on and post, and uh, she wanted, uh, in the course of a conversation on thread, this is not the first, this is not the OP, this is down in the thread. She said, why can't we have um, a women, a, a starting strength for women, starting strength for, for ladies, starting strength for uh, for women. I mean, there's, you know, there's I should be an interest in that, and I'm sure there's a demand for it. Why don't you make a starting strength for women? So uh, I posted, uh, uh, I replied to her, and I said, because starting strength is for men and women, and there's not any difference in the way they're trained except for the loading. And then I posted a, a link to my article about uh, neuromuscular efficiency, women and training females neuromuscular efficiency. And, yeah, I hadn't heard back from her. I guess she read it, understood the point. But I thought, you And then know, told all her friends about it. She said, you got to <laughs> read this article. Yeah. And oh, and it changed everybody's lives, I'm sure. You know, you're fucking this up because all you got to do is take the blue book, change the little squat guy to a squat gal. Just put tits on everybody move, in the book. Well, and, no, not even that. Just move the women chapter to the front. You got women's starting strength. You don't have to do anything else. Just, sell it, do, and then just sell it for, rearrange sell the printing? It, yeah, sell it for thirty-five ninety-nine. Because <clears throat> you got well, right. to include the pink tax. If you right? talk Steph into doing that. But, uh, yeah. You could probably say money I by remember cutting all, everything else out of the book and just having the just woman's having that, Just issue it as a separate pamphlet. <laughs> yeah, it's a pamphlet. Like a <laughs> page pamphlet. For $35, <laughs> yeah. just a pamphlet. Well, you know, it was the object, the, the, the topic was broached many years ago when one of the girls said that she wanted a, uh, uh, one of the forums, wanted a separate forum Oh right, for women. That's come up a, a bunch on the uh, on the on the website. Right, and Steph said, "No, we're not going to have a separate site for women because it's pointless and stupid." Yep. Now, people just are people who are not thinking clearly, which means virtually everybody on the surface of the earth. Uh, did they don't understand? why women and men squat the same way why women and men bench press deadlift press power clean the same way because they hadn't thought about it now the question i hear of them now saying well but why would women want to do a power clean why would women want to do deadlifts why do women want to squat, bench press, press? Well, a lot of them don't. <laughs> right. You'll notice. What's the what's the ratio of membership in the gyms from men to women? It's like I get the impression it's, it's like pretty high, actually. 80 20. No, it's pretty high. I think some are 50 50. Really? Some are even some are even higher than that, if I remember right. Some are but majority it, female? It, yeah. Uh, I can't remember which ones. There's, I can't there's either. There's at least one that's that's got m maybe more women than men. Well, that's crazy because we had when we started this thing, we figured it'd be like seventy-five, twenty-five. But the gyms like are unusual in, in every way, right? So you, you, yeah, you the, our gyms are not like anything else in this industry. Right. There's nothing like them 
anywhere. They, they in are the less intimidating. And, oh, for sure. And Far women, less women who want to get into weightlifting walk into a black iron barbell gym and like, I, but this that's is not, scary. Sure, but that's not what we do. We do essentially yeah. personal training. And personal yes. training, yeah. at least my experience and people, everybody I can think of, has always been majority women, right? Mm -hmm. So personal training stuff, client stuff is, is always. Well, uh, women tend to be willing to admit that they don't know this. Oh, sure. That's exactly right. It's like teaching them to shoot. Yep. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> it's easier because they don't bring a bunch of baggage with them yeah. to the range the first day. Right. You know, they'll listen to what you tell them and, and execute it. Yeah. And it's the same thing with a serious approach to exercise. But this was not always the case. Now, when I first started in this business back in the 70s, the club I worked in was a men's and women's club the men trained tuesday thursday saturday and the women trained monday wednesday friday in other words the club was off limits to the other sex half the time yeah yeah <clears throat> because of course women don't want to be around mean old men when they play around on the machines I remember when I was a kid. And that's all it was. Yeah, I remember when I was a kid at the machines. YMCA, the uh, the Nautilus room, which I didn't know what that was at the time. That's, oh, we, was, we, that's it, what we had to. It was men only in the Nautilus room. Nautilus room was men and women uh, at, at our club. The Spa International and Nautilus Training Center in Parker Square. <laughs> and that That's a hell of a name. Spa International and Nautilus Training Center <laughs> in Parker Square. And you know where that was? exactly where gold's gym is right now same dirt uh oh oh yeah yeah same exact dirt in a different build well yeah that's a new building but over there in the oh area. yeah 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 they might have moved it back a little bit but right. it's just that's the location and uh I, I guess nobody over there knows that but it's oh, uh I doubt it. yeah. yeah that thing was uh that was there for years and years and years and uh the approach at the time in the industry was to completely separate men and women. And that way, nobody learned anything from anybody else, right? right. So it was a uh, – but this is a health spa situation. This was, you know, people came there for the hot tub and the steam room and the sauna well, yeah, and, and stuff. And I don't know what it's like nowadays because it's been a long time since I spent any time in commercial gyms. But it's always been the, – the women come to classes – Mm -hmm. Men are men are on the free weights. You know, women are on the machines. Uh, and I don't know with with uh, well, with <clears throat> social media. There's a lot more women lifting weights. Yeah, in a, yeah I no, think no, there no, are no, now. At the time, media. the women only used the machines. Right. Yeah. Uh, back then, there was and it was classes. Mm -hmm. There were classes in one of the rooms. Uh, they would use the machines in the Nautilus. We had machines in the front room too, but they had some classes. Yep. And, you know, floor classes, I don't remember what exactly, because I was not allowed in there at the time, and I never... I <laughs> now never, they make so, big windows so everybody can right, watch what the right. women are doing in Zumba or whatever. Well, that's that makes a lot more sense, you'll have to admit. Yeah. Brings more but, people in. Yeah, it does. And uh, so, but but at the time, this was not done. Yep. This is not done. This is, I think I started over there at 70, 1978, and... Uh, worked there for two or three years and uh it was uh it's a completely different approach than what is the the industry's come a long way i'll have to say that but sure. 
the idea that men and women have to exercise differently persists apparently right and if you look it at our persists. if you look at our, our our sales and seminar attendance and uh, our YouTube demographics it's still heavily male you know it's like what's oh our, it is heavily is male I mean percent male the most uh, <clears throat> the 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 one seminar we did that was half women was in uh, Orange County back. Oh. It's Northern California. Wasn't it Santa Cruz or something like that? No, it was, it was in Orange County. Orange County. And, uh, oh, that was 11 or 12 years ago. It was before me. Long, long time ago. Oh, yeah. It was long, long time ago. And there were half women. And just recently, this year, we had a, a, a seminar. I think it was the June seminar where we had two full platforms of women. Yeah. And that's the most we've had in a very long time. And, I, you know, I don't know. I'm just going to take a guess at this. But the reason for this is because the mythology persists that men and women have to train differently. Now, why would that be? Why would it be? Do women's muscles work in a fundamentally different way than men's muscles? No. Contractile machinery is contractile machinery. Women don't have different muscles than men do. Women don't have different anatomy than men do with respect to musculoskeletal anatomy. Uh, a deadlift for a woman is a deadlift for a man. A squat, all these barbell exercises, which we have chosen specifically because they involve the entire skeleton and the entire musculoskeletal system in all of these exercises we've chosen them for that purpose and there's no there's no difference between the way a female picks a barbell up off of the floor and the way a male picks the barbell up off of the floor I think uh, one difference is, um, it, again, going back to social media, because that's, you know, that's where everybody's getting information now, social media. But you, well, uh, sure. you know, you go to all these fitness influencers, you know, all these people that have thousands and thousands of followers, and the females are doing two exercises. They're doing quarter squats and hip thrusters. That's it. Because now women's entire goal is to work on their glutes. That's all they care about anymore. Right. Abs and glutes. Right. And, and of course, deadlifts and squats leave those leave those out. But completely out. Yeah. Th that's that's the target demographic for all those girls that are looking at that stuff. Oh, abs and glutes. If I get a big ass and tiny waist, then I'm going to look fit. Well, you know, at least they've come to the conclusion that uh, their muscle mass is an important component of their appearance. Right. At least they've come around to that realization. But you've got a you've got a a, a persistent idea that's just somehow embedded in this culture and probably every culture on earth that men and women are sufficiently different that they are going to do different things and that starting strength needs a women's addition. Well, training training for women. how would I explain a squat to a woman? differently than i would explain a squat to a man yeah you wouldn't you wouldn't. well you wouldn't and and the, and the way we know this is because we have men and women on the same platform at the seminar and saturday morning 
The same instruction seems to work perfectly well for both of them. At the same time, on the platform in real time, every month for the past 16 years. And I don't know... I, I don't see an argument for this, but it keeps coming up. Well, they're not. I don't think they're this, they're asking for a different way to teach women how to do things. Well, whenever, they seem to be, Nick. No, I whenever mean, whenever somebody says we need a starting strength for women, they're talking about programming considerations. They're talking about uh, uh, monthly, you know, hormonal stuff. It's all the peripheral shit that they're yeah. worried about. They're not worried. Hopefully, I mean, somebody who just doesn't understand that somebody that, that the squat's no different, right? They can be just dis- disregarded. Well, but whenever somebody asks about starting strength for women, it's uh, it's my hormones, it's my period, it's my programming, it's all this peripheral shit that right. takes care of itself uh, over the course of a training career, anyway, right? Well, and and here's here's the deal. Okay, starting strength is two things. All right, when 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 people say. Are you doing starting strength? They're talking about, first, the way we perform the exercises, the way we analyze and teach the movement patterns. And the movement patterns are are normal human movement patterns. You squat down, stand back up. You pick something up off of the floor. You take something in your hands and shove it up over your head. You push something away from you. You... you Pull something up off the floor and catch it on your shoulders. Okay? These are normal human movement patterns, and all we do is load them. All right? But there, you can do them wrong, and wrong would be where you didn't use as much muscle mass in the exercise as possible, where you didn't cover the longest effective range of motion, thus making the time spent doing the exercise less efficient and effective. You know, do them in a way where you can't lift as much weight or do them in a way where you can artificially lift more weight over a much shorter range of motion, like a quarter squat. So there's there's ways to to do these things correctly, but the movement patterns that the human body is capable of making can be exercised in five separate exercises and that's all that's all it takes you know our the first assistance exercise we add is chin-ups and i think those are fairly important but the rest of the the normal human movement is covered by the previous five exercises and there's no analysis that shows us that a female should do a power clean different than a male why would they you know, the, the movements have been designed so that any differences in proportion are taken care of in the way we teach the movement already. Okay, And it's, it's, not, uh, it's not something that just because a woman has ovaries and, and boobs, she needs to power clean differently than, than a man. Why would that be? This is a this is a stretch. You know, it's a it's a terrible stretch to say that just because her sex is different that she needs to do the exercises differently. That that's stupid. 
and it's it's we've been dealing with this for years and years all right now the other part of starting strength is the way we progress the loads because starting strength is a strength program and we understand that strength is the ability to produce force against an external resistance in other words the more weight you lift the stronger you are so the loading in our program varies as it goes continually upward until that no longer works and then it goes upward instead of every workout on a weekly basis and then after a while it goes up on a monthly basis or however fast you can progress it so the increase in loading is is also the same men and women it's up it goes up you handle heavier weights every time it's possible to do so now the differences in training men and women have to do with how much of an increase the individual can make between workouts and understanding this requires an understanding of the profound hormonal differences and developmental differences as a result of the hormonal milieu as they call it between men and women and what is not appreciated in the fitness industry at large is not that women need to do machines and men need to lift barbells but that's such childish nonsense it's it's really not worth addressing what is fails to be appreciated is that women are far less and i say far less and this varies with the individual able to display neuromuscular efficiency than men and by neuromuscular efficiency the easiest way to understand that is able to do reps with a percentage of your one rep max so for an example here let's say that i can bench press 350 for a one rep max my bench 350 what would i be able to do for a set of five well if i'm a male a set of five on a 350 single would be 285 somewhere in there 275 285 290 something like that all right if i am a female and I'm benching 150 for a one rep max. I'm benching 150 for a one rep max. My ability to do a set of five uh, on a 150 single might be 143. Might be 142, but I would say that virtually any female benching 150 is pretty good for a set of 140 for five. And five sets of five at like 135, too. Yes, five sets of five. In other words... That even illustrates it further, right? Women can lift a much higher percentage of their one rep max 
for reps than men can. And this is not appreciated in the general industry because the general industry doesn't care about one rep maxes and they don't care about how much you can do for five because the general industry is not concerned with strength. They're concerned with membership sales. And we're different than that. We sell memberships on the basis of what we can do for your strength. And we have to know what that means. And as far as I know, we are the only ones that are talking about this. Uh, So this has a profound effect on the way we program the differences in strength increases and and workouts with respect to load. It has absolutely nothing whatsoever to do with the fact that everybody is going to squat, press, bench press, deadlift, and power clean. We all do the same movements, but we do them with different percentages of one rep max. Now, let me, let me before anybody's confused here, uh, percentage of one rep max does not mean that we test one rep maxes because we don't. We never do that. We don't do a one rep max test. A one rep max is a, for us, is a theoretical quantity that we know exists, but that we don't need to understand exactly what it is. I don't have to make Bree bench a one rep max before I tell her what to do her sets of five bench presses on. Her sets of five bench presses are predicated on her previous workout not some test we did at some point in the past. Because the minute you do a one rep max and you test a one rep max and then you train correctly for two weeks, the data is invalid because now you're stronger. We base fives on previous fives. We base triples on previous triples. Right? So fives, fives are the appropriate stress usually for most men. Usually for most men. It turns out that for women, it's more in the three range. Yes, so. as it turns out. And here's the reason for this, okay? It's important to understand the, the differences between males and females. Men are much more capable of recruiting more of their motor units and for those of you that don't know what that is, let's just say more of their muscle mass into contraction at any given time than women are. For an example, and let's use the term motor units, and you just look that up. Those of you who had not read the book shouldn't even be listening to this podcast anyway. But the motor units are the smallest denomination of contractile machinery in the body. And you call as many of those into contraction as is necessary to push the load. So if, for example, I deadlift 35% of my one rep max deadlift, my theoretical one rep max, if I, if I deadlift that amount of weight, I'm calling into contraction approximately 35% of the amount of muscle mass that I have that applies to that movement pattern. Now, that stays fairly 
neck and neck as we go up to 50% and as we go up to 75, 80, 85%. So for a male, a, a male pulling a deadlift, a one rep max deadlift, is is calling into contraction about 94 to 96 percent of his muscle mass of his of the number of motor units he's in control of okay now here is the primary difference between men and women at one rep max a female is only calling into contraction somewhere between 80 and maybe 83% of her contractile protein, her motor units, come into contraction, only 83% of them. And there's always a range. There's always a range, right? There are some men who are less efficient neuromuscularly. There are some women who are more efficient neuromuscularly. But there are no women who are as efficient as the most efficient men. There are no women. And the reason for this is because this particular physical characteristic is determined in utero. It is determined during gestation. While you are developing in your mother's womb, you are becoming a male or a female. And this is why... All of this transgender bullshit is just so it's so tiresome. And just we're being asked to just at least in accept terms of, things that are not true. At least right? in terms of sports. At least in terms sure. of sports. Uh, you can I don't care what a guy wants to cut his dick off. Please. Whatever. Be my guest. <laughs> yeah. Get the fuck away from it. But us, you can't play right? with the women. But you cannot tack it on to a girl and have it be the same thing as if she was born a male. It doesn't work that way. I'm terribly sorry. I didn't invent biology. All right? I'm just telling you the truth. And the truth is that males are more efficient with their muscle contractions than females are. That's always been the case. Previously, it wasn't even controversial. Previously, we had men's and women's golf. I guess that has to go away now, right? We had men's and women's tennis, right? Women don't play on professional football teams, all right? This is this is not regarded as worth conversing sure. about. And the women that know not that, that many years ago, right? You could ask. Uh, was it Venus that played against the the the? Uh, Thirtieth oh, yeah. ranked men's and still got destroyed tennis. Yeah, and got destroyed. and got and got her ass kicked. And then the, the you know, and, and and Venus is a big, strong girl, mm-hmm. and that's why she beats. Oh, she's phenomenal. Yeah, that's why she beats other girls that are not as big and right. strong because tennis is a strength sport. Right. Believe it or not, tennis is a strength sport. It's an explosive sport. It's a power sport. Right. Yep. But you you have to remember that the women's national soccer team the best team the united states can put together in soccer in women's soccer got beat by the 16 year old boys team at the catholic one of the catholic high schools in dallas yeah and not 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 just beat but 
ass kicked. Well, the interesting point is that they, it, they, they intentionally practice with high school boys. Because their coach has because his head out of his ass. They understand. Yeah. Even though the team captain does not, the coach has his head out of his ass, and he understands that the better a team they practice against, the, more, the better quality of practice they get. Duh, right? The 15-year-old boys are, are going to beat them. Now, why would that be? Why would that be? This this shouldn't be controversial unless we are pretending to believe something that's not true because it makes us feel inclusive, inclusive, <laughs> just, welcoming. You know all this feeling bullshit. All right. You know, at, at boys and girls, at some point. The arithmetic has to matter. All right. Now, when we program women in the gym, we will start them off exactly the same way we start off men. We teach them how to squat, we work them up to a heavy set of five, and then we will repeat that set of five for the first workout twice. Three sets of five. It would do the same thing for all the lifts, except for the power clean, which gets triples. Because they're more technique-dependent and fatigue cuts into a power clean more than it does into a squat or a deadlift. All right, and they're going to do that for, for a while. Now, what we have found over the course of, you know, having actually done this for quite some time, is that when we start training women, we they start out at fives, and but after six to eight weeks, we're going to switch them over to sets of three for the work sets, and they'll do five sets of three for the work sets instead of three sets of five, because a triple represents a heavier weight than a set of five, and since women are not recruiting as many motor units into the work as our men, the heavier weight is a more effective strength stress than is a weight that would be able to be lifted for a set of five. Now, this, is that a clear explanation? Sure. Yeah, and there's no clock It's because it's different for everybody. So there's no, there's, there's no t- LP starts today, hit the timer six weeks from now, you go to three. No. It's, it's handled... The, 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 the larger point here is it's handled as a programming change like you would handle any other programming change. So you, yes. you make the change when the time is appropriate based on what you're seeing on the, on the platform. Based on the experienced coaches' observations right. of the lifter on the platform. Yeah. The other point, back to the original question of starting strength for women, this, is, this concept that we're talking about now, the neuromuscular efficiency deal, is the only one that matters. In the in the it really in the novice phase, yes, right, and going into the intermediate phase, everything else that you can think of that that uh, uh, when someone asks the question, is there a starting strength for women? All of the individual situations with uh, with hormones and with their individual issues on a monthly basis and how they react to those things and how their training uh, reacts to those things. And so on, right? All of that stuff doesn't matter in the fir- first four to six months of training. Typically, no. you don't even notice. No, it, it really does. You don't even notice. And so, so again, the point is that all that becomes individualized. So, there's, in other words, there's no way for you or anybody else to cover every possible scenario and say, 
here's a template for training women that encompasses all of right. these things. But the neuromuscular efficiency thing, absolutely, it has to be there. It, it has to be considered. Right. It must be considered first and foremost after that initial period of easy progress that everyone makes when they first start lifting right. weights. All right. You in order to use your time the most effectively in the gym you go up every time you squat for as long as possible now what this means practically is that men will go up every time they squat sets of five three sets of five for several months and practically speaking what will happen is that women will need to switch to sets of three before men will do any kind of programming change at all in order to continue to get the best progress in their strength. Three sets of five and five sets of three are 15 reps. So the volume stays the same. But we arrange it so that women are lifting heavier relatively weights than guys are because they have to. Because for a a female, a heavy set of five. Listen carefully to what I'm going to say to you. For a female, a heavy set of five is not as heavy as a heavy set of five for men. That may sound odd, but that's the best way to describe it. It's helpful it. to give equivalence. So the, the, set of, the, the set of five for a guy is equivalent to a set of three for the female. A set of five for the female is probably like a set of a guy trying to do eights or tens. Eights or tens. That's the same exactly. the same effect you get. Exactly. And eights or tens for men Don't work. are not heavy enough to make you stronger. Right. Now we've talked about this several times. We talked about the old super training set of twenty squats thing and you know, and, and we pointed out the fact that there's probably not a more horrible experience to undergo than a heavy set of twenty. But they don't make you stronger because they can't because they're not heavy. They're not heavy. Everybody that does sets heavy sets of 20 will tell you the same thing, that the first rep was not heavier than the last rep. The last rep was just more horrible than the first rep. And if you are not going to have your ability to produce force to overcome the load on the bar challenged, then you are not going to be subjected to a strength adaptation because you don't need to be if you're strong enough to deal with this. And this is what we run into at, at about eight weeks for women. You know, they need to lift the weight that they can lift for three instead of continuing to handle the weight that they can for five because we're trying to force them to get stronger, and that means heavier weights strength means heavier weights get this through your heads if you're not lifting heavier weights you're not getting stronger lifting heavier weights is the basis of strength training and i don't care what the nsca says i don't care what anybody's exercise physiology department says they don't know what they're talking about lifting heavier weights is how you get stronger there's no other way to do it and if you can make women lift heavier weights by shifting them to triples instead of lighter fives, then that's what you do to maximize the adaptation. 
Now, the question might be asked, why don't we just start women off with five, with threes instead of fives? Now, there's, there, there could be some discussion on that. Sure. All right? We start women off on fives because they need the practice for executing the technique. And fives are more practice than threes. All of these exercises that we do are done while, except for the bench, are done while standing on your feet on a platform with a barbell balanced on you. And they require a certain amount of practice to do correctly. So we start off with fives. And the adaptation that comes with doing heavier and heavier set of fives is just as effective at first for women as it is for men. Men get more out of them, though, for longer than women do. Yeah, less right? times. I mean, less times to unrack the bar. And look, and some women, some women don't need to go to threes. Some women don't. No, some it's, women don't need to it's go. It's kind of rare, but but if you don't need to do it, why would you do it? All right. Now here, here's a couple other things that also fall out of this argument. All right, women need less rest between sets than men do because. A set of five for a female is not as fatiguing a neuromuscular event as a set of five for a male. All right? If I'm going to do sets of five across, three sets of five across, with 405, I may have to rest 12, 13, 14 minutes between those sets because they kick your ass. Whereas a strong woman who is doing three sets of five for example with 225 might only need to rest four minutes between sets because she didn't recruit as much muscle mass into the movement as he did because she can't so the time between sets is reduced and another another ramification of this is the fact that men generally only do one heavy work set of deadlifts because it beats the piss out of you. And, you know, there are guys out there doing sets across deadlifts. If you're doing sets across deadlifts, you're handling light weights because a, a 5RM set of deadlifts can't be repeated, or it wasn't an RM. It wasn't a 5RM. Right? But women having kept in mind the phenomenon of the fact that they are not recruiting as many motor units, as much muscle mass into contraction as men are, are not fatiguing themselves as profoundly on the deadlift. And we routinely have women do sets across on the deadlift, whereas we just almost never do that with men. Yeah, it works for real, really heavy stuff, too. So it does. it's not limited to sets of fives or threes. Women can do a brutally heavy single and, and rest five minutes, minutes and then do it and again. Do it again, yeah. And, and it's not that that's like a cool thing that that is that is just interesting to, to watch and experience, but it's actually necessary sometimes. Yes, you know, you got someone like this. You have to doing, overreach, right? Exactly. And sometimes for women, since the the brutally heavy set systemically was it's not systemically successful. not really right. an overreach, right. even though it was limit, right. We're going to have to repeat it across yep. in order to get the stress up to the point where an adaptation occurs. Exactly. Exactly. Right. So these are profoundly important uh, 
aspects of, of training women. But remember, they don't entail different exercises or different form or different execution methods or different equipment. Right. You know, women don't deadlift better in pink shoes <laughs> than men do. Okay? And when you suggest things like women need to do things differently, you're telling me that women need pink shoes. Yeah. Right? That's really what you're saying. Yeah, you gotta you gotta be careful too, especially the coaches out there, because this people people take this to mean that somehow programming uh, the the program for women is is somehow easier. It's not. It's fucking harder. the The weights are heavier. They get less rest time, and when things get really heavy, they got to do more work. They than, do than the guy, right? You you get you get one heavy set of five on a Texas right. method uh, squat. Guess what? This this chick's got to do two sets, you know, or she's got to do a bunch of right. triples or a whole bunch of singles, and, and they're all they relatively all look like to her. She's going to feel the same no level shit. of stress right. that we do, but suck. physiologically, right. the stress is not the same. Exactly. It's not up to the same standard that we have to deal with. Okay, so you, and if you don't understand this, this is a very very fundamental thing about training females. If you don't understand this, then you're not functioning. At the at your paid for capacity as a coach, you got no business charging for your services if you don't understand this. Bree, your bench. Um, when I asked you, was it one ninety that you did um, a full bench at for a heavy single? One ninety five. One ninety five, and you were doing a half inch. Um, what is it? Um, uh, what is that called? A board. A board. Yeah, board. Board bench. press. Yeah. And she said, "What? What should I get?" I'm like, "You do." 195 for a full yeah 200 will go and she did 200 and it was kind of slow but it looked good yeah. put right. 205 on there it was the exact same speed as 200 and she right. locked it out right you know i figured this out a long time ago i had a had a member and i, I did this little experiment at uh at my first job because we were uh I don't even remember what brought the question up, but I had a had a, a girl in there that I was training a little bit, and this girl was pretty strong. And uh, I wanted to see one day how many reps that she could do, how many forced reps she could do. Now, this is bodybuilding magazine shit, right? This is, uh, you know, uh, at the time, let's say uh, you're doing a heavy set of five. Right, and you want to go all the way, and you want to get fatigued. You yep. want to get you want to get, get burned all eight, the way down. Seven or eight with the guy torched. Right? So, yeah. what you get is five reps, and then you're going to help him up with the sixth rep, and he's going to lower it under control. And you're going to help him up with the seventh rep, and he's going to lower it under control. And what I found to be the situation with me is I could do five reps for a for a heavy set of five have a guy give me a forced rep in other words he he picks the, the sixth rep i lower right eccentrically or eccentrically under control <laughs> right he picks it up and then i lower the seventh rep under control as best i could and then the idea is to get eight i couldn't do eight. right in other words the eighth rep hit me in the sternum because I was that fatigued by the two previous 
forced reps. Yep. So I decided to put Kay on the bench and see what she could do. And whatever weight I had, I'd been training her, so I knew what she could do. I had her do a set of five. And then I picked the weight up for her off of number six, picked the weight up off of her off of number seven. We got to 15 reps, and the bar had not slowed down. Or not sped up, rather, right. on the way down. The negative had not sped up at 15 reps. Yep. And that's when it kind of started to dawn on me that something's fundamentally different. Here. Right. That's why they live longer than us. <laughs> yeah, they do. They're not burning as bright. <laughs> or they're just stressing us out more. Or they're just murdering our <laughs> So, you know, these are these are relevant things to, to think about when you're training women. If you don't understand this neuromuscular efficiency deal, then uh, you need to give this some thought. Uh, there's, I've written an article about this on the board. Uh, I think it's training females. Training female lifters. Lifters neuromuscular efficiencies. I think the title of the article, yeah. something to that effect. Yeah. And for the few women that actually listen to this show, the, the thing that I found with women is they want to stick to, quote, unquote, the program, and they're reluctant to switch to threes, um, and then they fuck everything up. They right. just get stuck. Now, and you this switch is discussed in the books. It is. This is talked about in the books. So we I know we deal with it extensively in practical programming. Yep. And you need to read this. Why we make two books, right? They're not that much money, all right. But if you want to, if you want to do this at a high level of effectiveness in the gym, and more, most especially if you intend to coach this stuff, you have got to understand this. You've got to understand this. You need to familiarize yourself with the fact that women and men do exactly the same exercises and progress their loads differently that is an absolute necessity right it's an absolute necessity and the reason we don't have separate books is because it doesn't take much time to explain to you the differences in neuromuscular efficiency it doesn't take a whole book to discuss it yep. you know we've just discussed it very effectively here and i think we've we left anything out you think we need to talk about uh, no, I mean... Every- Time between sets, number of reps, yep. uh, amount, of, amount of, of of incremental increase between exercise. Well, we probably ought to talk about that. If you're going to train females, you're going to have to have some half-pound plates. It's absolutely ne- necessary to have half-pound plates because one-pound jumps on the bench and the press are mandatory. Right. At some point, training women, they're going to go up only a pound. Only a pound. They may go up a half pound, which indicates that you also need to have absolute control over what bar they're using and what other plates are on the bar weight. Right? Because if we want to go from 88 pounds to 89 pounds, and you got a two-pound loading error in the equipment, well, you're not getting the job done, are you? So all these things need to be considered. 
you know, women can generally, especially at first, take five-pound jumps on the squat and at least five-pound jumps on the deadlift, just like men can. But there reaches a point where women are going to go up two and a half or three pounds between squat workouts and only five pounds between deadlift workouts. Yeah. The weight, the weight increments are arbitrary, guys. Whoever first came up with barbell training equipment decided two and a half pounds was going to be the smallest that's, that's, plate that's that's plenty small <laughs> right. oh god I've, I've seen guys that are primarily involved in the power lifting business say we don't even have any five pound plates in this gym i've seen that no two and a half no five no two and a half no five yeah. what do you need them for <laughs> you can't take a 20 pound jump well no you can't <laughs> well Actually, no you can't <laughs> you got to bring your own tent. Not without the other <laughs> things that you're doing outside the gym. No, you can't take only a 20-pound jump. So, no, you, you have to have the ability to, to, to match the incremental increases with the ability of the trainee to adapt. And that is going to require small plates if you are training women. Okay? So, uh... I hope that clears that up. I mean, this is probably – it's been a while since we discussed this, but I think that it, it bears repeating. Uh, we don't train women any different in terms of the exercises. There's not a women's squat or a deadlift. But women progress at a different rate than men do, and that must be kept in mind – if you're going to coach them and charge them money for it because if you're charging them money for it and you don't know what the hell you're doing then you're committing some sort of crime i don't know what malpractice malpractice fraud maybe fraud. murder that wouldn't be murder but misogyny misogyny that's it you're a misogynist yeah that's what you are should we open the floor up to brie see if she's got anything to say you want to add anything to this <laughs> edit that out but. I was hoping she'd say I'm good <laughs> I'm good I'm gonna put an echo she, on she it she does this with her hand but she I'm says I'm good I'm gonna put an good. echo on it I'm good <laughs> nope 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 no. nope I'm good no, I'm good God almighty she All just right. cares about eating and getting stronger <clears throat> and sending sending books smart. that's all she cares about that's very smart that is a stress free life entirety of her existence that is a stress-free life and she's got a bird and she has a bird <laughs> yeah that bird will get to be 80 years old <laughs> you know? birds just don't die <laughs> brie will be bird food the, the yeah. moment she uh, dies that bird's going to town that bird will jump Start down feast on Bree's <laughs> gigantic ass for weeks and weeks and weeks <laughs> nobody will even know Nobody will know what's happened. Bird waddling around. A 40-pound bird. All right. Well, you can edit that out or not. I don't know. Okay. Well, thank you guys for joining us again on Starting Strength Radio. And, uh, you know, if you've got any interesting things you want us to talk about, you might submit them as potential topics, and maybe we won't throw them away if they are of sufficient merit you know not expecting much but give it a shot 
Okay. Thanks. See you next week.